Hi, welcome back to So Yellow, a weekly podcast about our experiences as female Asian Americans. I'm Cindy. And I'm Helen. For today's episode, we wanted to share some of our Lunar New Year traditions, how the holiday has changed for us as we've gotten older, and discuss the do's and don'ts of Lunar New Year. If you're listening to this right as we post this episode, Lunar New Year is right around the corner and it's the year of the ox. So that means next year it'll be our year, which is the year of the tiger. Did you know that when it's your quote unquote year, like the year of your animal, it's Uh actually like a very unlucky year? I didn't know that. I I always thought it was like, yay, it's my year, like like my time to shine, you know? (laughs) But Uh it's like all this like unfortunate stuff that could go wrong and it's like there's Mm -hmm. so many things that you should look out for maybe it's like a good thing because it means you only have a bad year like every every 12 years (laughs) every 12 years yeah (laughs) i i guess that's a very optimistic way of looking at it (laughs) (laughs) okay what are like some of the bad things that could possibly happen okay so um apparently your year it's called a threshold year and mm-hmm. so it means a year of lobster. Did I say lobster? Lots I of lobster. <laughs> or <just> really hungry. <laughs> Lots of obstacles in your life. So, um, generally speaking, there are a lot of great changes during this year, and people tend to suffer misfortune and adversity, such as disease, financial loss, extramarital affairs, and disputes with others. <gasps> so, I also read that it's not always bad because people are offered challenges and opportunities so as long as you Mm. kind of take advantage of that and overcome it then you can have many great accomplishments that's true apparently to cope with the big rise and fall of all these changes during that year supposedly it's unwise to make moves or changes in your career and life so you should avoid starting a new business and making large amount of investments in case of economic loss Try not to travel far, because this could incur potential dangers. Um, Don't move houses or get married that year, which, you know, not a problem for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Be modest and keep low profile, or else your relationships with people may break. That's so many things to (laughs) keep in mind. Yeah, but if you're worried, how to avoid bad luck? (laughs) Um, I read that you should wear a lot of red. Um, because oh, have is, you heard of I've heard of people like wearing buying red underwear in the beginning of the year yeah. yeah I read that like underwear socks does your family do that mm, no I don't think so <laughs> does yours no I don't think so but I think in school in college one of the girls she's like did you buy your red underwear for this year and I was like <laughs> no <laughs> you, got, you gotta buy a new one every year <laughs> can't you just think so. wear I don't know <laughs> Your past red ones. I heard that um, if you want to buy it, your family or friends are supposed to buy it for you. It's unlucky mm-hmm. to buy it for yourself. Or oh. or actually, like, the um, impact of it uh-huh. or the amount of luck you get is, like, significantly decreased if you buy it yourself. Well, you don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the real concern. 
also read that you can wear talismans. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that oh. right, but it's like jade bracelets and crystal necklaces. Uh-huh. Because apparently jade, crystal, and gold possess psychic powers, which are supposed mm. to appeal to good luck. And then... Do you have a jade bracelet? Yeah, so I have one, but it's really, really tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't... I think all of them are really tight. You need soap to get them off. What? Isn't that, like, yeah. bad for your circulation? <laughs> I know my mom and my grandma, they always had to use... Like, they would wear it for years and years and not take it off. And so they would always use soap. And I had to do that before, too. What the heck? Everyone that I know that wears one, it's, uh-huh. like, not that tight. Are you talking about, like, oh. the bangles or, like, the bead beaded bracelet? I'm talking about the bangles. Oh. But, like, how do you get it on, then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, like, a two-way street. <laughs> I guess the wrist just got... Fatter. Oh, maybe that, that that's a good sign. Like you got fatter. Like oh, it's good luck. Yeah, yeah. We just the like made work. up our own. <laughs> 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 so you used to wear one like every day. Mm-hmm. Mm, for how long? I don't remember. I think it was like in middle school. Yeah, mine was red. I think I have a red bangle also. I have a jade, like a green jade um, bracelet, but mm-hmm. I never really wore it. But I read that whoever owns it is supposed to be the only one that touches it and no one else should touch it. So, like, I literally don't let anyone touch it. Even though I don't even wear it. I'm just like, you can't touch uh-huh. this. And I, like, hide it in my room. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Did your mom give it to you? I think my dad gave it to me. When oh. He went to China and he got it. Apparently, it's also good for, like, keeping you cool since the stone is, like, cold mm-hmm. against your skin. Yeah, I remember in high school, my history teacher... He wore a jade necklace, and then he said that it's warm because it absorbs the heat from your body. Oh, interesting. But isn't that, like, any stone? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, The last thing that I read that you can do to avoid bad luck in your threshold year is to donate blood because... It is said that people are more likely to suffer physical injuries in their in during this year. So um, you can make a blood donation to avoid the misfortunes. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> it's like a sacrifice. <laughs> Maybe self-sacrifice. Yeah, I guess like we should have gone over the history first. But um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Chinese New Year. Okay, so Lunar New Year is celebrated by many different cultures, but of course, we're both Chinese, so we're most familiar with Chinese New Year. So, um, Chinese New Year is, I would say, the biggest holiday of the year for Chinese people. And for a lot of people, it's the only time they get to leave their job and travel home and like visit their family. So, I also read that through the centuries of China's <laughs> agrarian tradition, um, this is the one period where farmers can rest from working on their fields and such and just spend time with their family. Like for a whole month or just for that day? Um, I'm not exactly sure like what period they have off. Mm. Um, that's a good segue into my next point that <laughs> Lunar New Year is like, it's not just one day, I guess. I mean, New Year's Day, yeah, it's one day, but mm-hmm. um, I guess it's synonymous with the Spring Festival. 
which is a total of 23 days, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? So it starts on the 23rd day of the 12th lunar month on the lunar calendar. And it lasts for 23 days, ending on the 15th day of the first lunar month of the following year. So it starts at the end of the year, kind of. Yeah. And then it goes into the beginning of mm-hmm. the next that's, year. That's like when people mm-hmm. start cleaning and preparing for the new year. And then, mm-hmm. so people prep, or this is just what I read online, like, Obviously, not everyone does this, but um, people start prepping seven days before New Year's Eve, and then mm-hmm. Chinese New Year is celebrated 16 days, and then it ends with the Lantern Festival. Whoa. I wish I lived in China yeah. when this happened. I kind of... <laughs> Sounds so much fun. I, I've always wanted to experience Chinese New Year in China one year, but mm-hmm. it's always like we have school. Yeah. So maybe we'll be able to experience that one day. Uh, so, what kind of traditions did your family have? Okay, so my favorite tradition that we had when I was younger is that we always had a huge party at my parents' like buffet restaurant. So that day we would close, and I mean close early, and then mm-hmm. I felt so cool. Like I would set up all the plates and all the forks and all the napkins, and then when like guests start arrive, I would literally be like, "Look, mm-hmm. doesn't it look so nice?" Like I did that, <laughs> and I would just like run around. I felt so cool, and um, we just like had so much food. We had like multiple long tables. Like we would push all the tables together, mm-hmm. and then um, we cooked so many dishes, but in like one set per you know group of tables mm-hmm. and then we just all the adults like talk for hours and stuff but the kids kind of try to finish eating as soon as possible and then we run to the back and we just like play and run around the restaurant and mm-hmm. it's a fun time how many kids were there i don't know there was usually always at least like seven eight kids i guess <gasps> that sounds so much fun yeah and- was it like the chefs and waitresses kids Um, It was, like, family, friends, kids, and, like, cousins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I felt so cool. I would, like, take them through the kitchen. I'm like, yeah, I'm allowed to be in here. Like, like, (laughs) give you exclusive access. And, like, one distinct memory I have is that my parents set up a video camera. I don't know why. Like, it's not like we ever watched it back. But um, they would just, like, record the whole thing, basically. And Mm -hmm. I just loved my screen time so i kept running back and forth in front of the camera like pretending like i just had something to do and i would like (laughs) skip past it and like flip my hair (laughs) i want to see video clips yeah (laughs) i don't know i have no idea where they are but it'd be so interesting to watch back it's kind of sad we stopped doing it because my parents sold that restaurant so we don't have like a venue to Mm -hmm. host that so every chinese new year after that it's been quite small um just because like family moved away and then this and that and whatever so and like no one's house can fit like 30 people i guess so every year it seems to get smaller and smaller and then um this year i think it's gonna be like the smallest we've ever done honestly like just my household so it's like basically any other dinner (laughs) that we have um maybe just like some fancier foods yeah and then you can't forget about the red packets 
that you get yes. <laughs> when you always have my to like favorite re- tradition <laughs> you always have to refuse <laughs> and then you end up getting it anyway <laughs> yeah did you have to say the chant oh yeah well <laughs> they tell me to but i was like a shy kid slash my brother and i we don't really like speak mandarin so they're just like oh whatever <laughs> is there an fj chant I don't know. I haven't heard of one. I just say, no, 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 no. And then, okay, thank you. <laughs> I just know how to say Happy Chinese New mm-hmm. Year in FJ. Can you say it? <laughs> it's like, see me a whole. Like, I swear that whole week when my parents answer the phone, that's like how they greet everyone they talk to. I Actually, my mom already started doing it. And it. Really? It's so early. Yeah. Oh, wait. Technically, it's like a month. Started. Did it? Wait, the 12th lunar year. Is that it, um, January? Because wait, it should start a week before Chinese New Year. Wait, okay. I think. I don't yeah. know. I can't do math. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> what are some of your favorite Chinese New Year traditions? Um, so basically, I feel like everything you just described in your buffet restaurant was what my family did too. Um, we had like a little room in the back of our restaurant where my brother and I and my family would eat dinner do our homework and stuff and so at around like 8 p.m my parents would start cooking in the back and then we also had like a buddhist prayer stand but uh, we would set out food for the gods gods multiple gods I think <laughs> um and then we would like pray in the back and then my dad would get this large tin pot and then he would get the papers you know oh, and then yeah. we would light it on fire yeah, yeah yeah and then he would close the door so the smoke wouldn't go into the dining area but you do this inside um, yeah it is in the restaurant how <laughs> how, do, how does the smoke detector not go off i don't know but that was really fun too mm-hmm. yeah because like it was just so different um like i didn't know anyone else that did this and I just thought it was the coolest thing, just, like, throwing paper into this fire. Yeah. Still don't really know what the point of that was. I think the papers represent Sorry. money. And it's, oh. like, burned, and then the ashes rise up. And I think it goes to your, like, ancestors and oh. your family. Yeah. That's what I think, because we would also burn, like, um... They have, like, fake plastic, a lot of fake plastic things that you can buy. And so it'd be, mm-hmm. like, I can't even think of an example. Like, um, my grandfather liked gambling, I think. So they would burn something mm-hmm. related to that. Like, specific for him because oh, that's what he enjoyed. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, burning poker cards? Yeah, something like that. But it, they, like, sell it, like, specifically for burning. Oh. Yeah, it, like, in the same aisle, you would find, like, the paper, uh-huh. you know. So does that owl just have, like, a bunch of different little knickknacks that people... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. Uh, do you know what your thing would be? Like, what your future great-great-grandchildren... <laughs> like, fruit, I guess. <laughs> fruit. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess we would burn, like... Do you guys ever burn, like, the actual paper bunny? Like, it looks like dollar bills. No. Uh, we would always burn that. And... Like, it looked yeah. like actual dollar yeah, bills. Yeah. But it's, like, big... And um, we would always, like, burn it and say, like, here is money for you to spend on whatever you want. 
Like for your ancestors. Yeah. Um, we just used the paper with the yellow dot in the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys ever fold the paper? I think I remember like mm. there, like we would pre-fold them into like shapes. And then we had like a big bucket mm-hmm. of them and then burned them. But we'd also just do the sheets. Whoa. I don't know. Like origami? Yeah, but not that intricate. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. Maybe I'll ask later. But yeah, I remember mm-hmm. like we'd prep some of those. But it'd be the same paper that you're talking about. Interesting. And then we would also pour out wine. For oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The gods or for our ancestors. Yeah. I don't really know who. I thought it was for the gods because they were placed in front of. Maybe it was for our ancestors. I think it's for your ancestors. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> well, that, at least that's what we do. And then we also have a bunch of food, and we would put the red paper on top. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is for? No. <laughs> maybe maybe this, all is, these maybe this is the year to ask. <laughs> I'll yeah. report back. But, um, <laughs> like, there's a whole setup. Like, the chopsticks mm-hmm. and, like, It's always the, the same cups. food every year, too. Yeah. And the um, yeah. oranges. It's so interesting that our families do the exact same thing. Who talks about this, you know? But, like... Mm-hmm. Amongst us, we don't even know what it means, and we we barely can like get the details right. So, I wonder yeah. like how many people in our generation are gonna like pass on these traditions and continue doing these. You know, it mm-hmm. it'd be so sad to like have it all just die eventually. Like, there's no way like a hundred percent of Chinese Americans' children are gonna do this. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't. Do you think you'll practice it? You see, I want to, but I feel like we have some this like disconnect from the tradition, you know? Like we barely mm-hmm. know the significance and so I guess I almost feel like an imposter like doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially like if you marry someone and your spouse doesn't understand or they aren't the same ethnicity or don't practice the same traditions and then I'm like already thinking about like what if my kids ask me like why we do this i i will be like i don't know (laughs) like that's not a good reason and like why are we doing it and it's just like sad because i don't even speak mandarin so like i can't pass that on and like i i just Mm -hmm. like always think about what will my family line be like down the road and like hundred years or something like you can teach them fj yeah that's true like i want my um parents to teach my kid mandarin and mm-hmm. fj but then my kid's gonna know more than me <laughs> but that's fine <laughs> i also don't know if like there's a whole lot of pressure coming from our parents and grandparents to pass on these traditions like i can imagine some families I think there is i can imagine some families doing that but then for me like there's not any like i've heard my dad Mm -hmm. talk about how like oh your kids and grandkids they're all gonna be like quote-unquote like american whitewash or like Mm -hmm. not sorry not whitewash just very westernized yeah yeah i think my parents have just come to accept that too yeah i don't think it's on the top of their minds to like i need to pass this on to helen like because we celebrate these things but they don't really explain it like why we do it maybe they feel the same as us i don't know but i also (laughs) think maybe there's no pressure for them to like pass it on because you know eventually if they aren't here anymore with us then they're not here to witness it you know they'll basically like do whatever you want <laughs> like we do live in america so i guess they i think that my family thinks 
that it's not significant to us. So why force us to do something that we don't want to do, I guess? Which is kind of sad, but... I definitely want to keep celebrating it. Like, even though, like, I don't understand everything that goes into it. Do you think our parents, like, really believe, like, the money is, like, rising up and stuff like that? Or do you think it's just tradition? I don't know, because I think for traditions to exist this long and like persist through our culture like there has to be some sort of belief in it or like significance like if you had zero belief in the truthfulness validity whatever of it then why would you do it you know so i do think they believe in it like it doesn't really hurt anyone to believe in it and it's just like Mm -hmm. what we've been doing and what they know i guess they've been doing it their whole lives like literally every year yeah Okay, so for me, I don't really believe in it, but I still want to keep doing it just because it's so much fun, mm-hmm. and it's just nostalgic, and I just associate with, like, happy memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. Like, I want to keep doing it because it brings me, all like, all these nostalgic memories from my childhood, and, like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever missed a Chinese New Year with my family. Even every year of college, mm-hmm. I came home. So yeah, it's like pretty significant to make sure, you know, like my brother and I come back home and we all celebrate together. My grandparents, I feel like they find it pretty significant too because they, you know, clean the house and set up, set up everything and like set up like all mm-hmm. the red things around the home and like firecrackers mm-hmm. and whatever. And so it's like, it's fun seeing them get excited for a holiday. Like this is probably the only holiday I see them get excited. Like their birthdays like they don't even know what date that is and like thanksgiving they're like what is thanksgiving like i mean we still celebrate but they're like what Mm -hmm. is this you know i guess chinese new year is the only thing that has like great significance for them i want to know like how our parents or grandparents how they spent their chinese new years in china yeah that's that's a conversation we should have with them because i guess for me the main thing i think about is like the food and the sharing a meal aspect of it which if you think about it it's not that special like not saying okay i'm not trying to like (laughs) downgrade it but i'm just saying like you can do that Mm -hmm. a lot of the time you could do that any day of the year (laughs) but it's the fact that like everyone in our culture is celebrating and you just like make it a point to like do that and go home and spend time with everyone what is like a specific tradition you would definitely want to like continue doing Okay, the like the top thing on my mind right now is food. I want to learn how to make some of the dishes they make during Chinese New Year. Yeah, I feel it. We have like the same almost dishes every year, and I just basically don't know how to cook, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like I don't know how they cook the way that they cook. <laughs> and so yeah, I really want to learn. I feel like our family probably has very similar dishes. Wait, are you gonna mm-hmm. go home this year? Or Chinese New Year? I am not going uh, home this year. Okay. There's, like, no one at my home. <laughs> well, I can send you a picture of our meal, and you can see if it's similar to what you usually okay. eat. My dad makes, like, the best, uh, it's, like, garlic with onions, lobster, mm-hmm. but it's so good. It's, like, my favorite yeah. dish. I feel like we have something similar. I'll, I'll take a picture. Mm-hmm. I swear, like... Every FJ family cooks lobster the exact same way, and it looks the exact yeah. same. <laughs> I want to learn how to make it. It's so good. Yeah. And they also have, like, the snails. Mm, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like, yeah. the black 
mini. I can Ugh. I can never suck it out. I always have to use a toothpick. Uh-huh. And then oh yeah, me too. Yeah, and then my little cousin would suck it out, and uh-huh. she'd be like, "You can't suck it out." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> whatever." It's almost like a competition yeah. who could suck the most out. <laughs> yeah. How would you rank Chinese New Year in your holidays list? Okay, so Chinese New Year is definitely number one, like without a question. But then second would be Thanksgiving. But it's like the same thing. Like, it's all the food.、Mm-hmm. Like we literally eat the same food for Thanksgiving. Um. So yeah, what about you? Yeah, I would say Chinese New Year is the top of my list. I'm not celebrating with my family this year though, so this year might be Christmas. I just like how, like, the season of a holiday can make everyone. Be in a better mood, and it just like it just feels it's like Christmas in、mm-hmm. the U.S. You just feel it in the air, yeah. Like everyone's so like jolly and happier, and like、mm-hmm. just more、uh, lively, I guess, and nicer to each other.、Yeah. Okay, so I was doing some research, and I found so many different do's and don'ts for the Lunar New Year. And some things you might have like already heard of or thought is obvious, but a lot of these things are kind of random, and I don't know how much I believe them. But <laughs> we'll just get into it. So we'll start off with the do's. First do I read was set off fireworks. Have you heard of this? I know it's like a big thing.、Mm-hmm. Do you know、um, why though? Fireworks. Is it to like. Scare away the demons or something. Yeah, I'm just wait. Wait, that's exactly <laughs> oh, it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay.、Yeah. <laughs> Loud banging sounds are thought to scare off the evil spirits. So yeah,、um, we have this like fake firecracker thing. Like it looks like the firecrackers, but then you just like click a remote and then it makes that sound. But it's so、uh-huh. loud, and we have two of them. And my grandpa would just、uh-huh. set them off at night randomly, and then. <laughs> Or scare your neighbors. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Like <laughs> my neighbors are gonna think it's like gunshots or something. And then、yeah. I was like, dude, the police are about to show up at our house. Are there sparks or like?、No. Are there any visuals?、Um, there's like, it's like a string light, but it looks like the lantern. You know, like the typical、oh. red lantern shape. But yeah,、uh-huh. it's so loud though. You gotta like warn everyone in the house when you're about to set it off, or like you get scared. <laughs> The second do is eat dumplings, and do you have a guess for this one? No, I don't. Okay, I read that the Chinese word for dumpling is similar to the how it sounds for the ancient word for for new replacing the old. And additionally, I don't know what it is, so I can't. If you know, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> okay, I know the word for dumpling, but I don't know what the word for、yeah. new replacing the old is. <laughs> Me either. Um, but then also the shape of a dumpling resembles a piece of gold, like the shape of the、oh, gold pieces,、uh, yeah, that they used to use. So having a plate of dumplings is like having a big pile of gold, symbolizing wealth in the coming year. My parents never made dumplings on Chinese New Year. Yeah, I don't think we did either. I feel like you, it's just something you eat during the New、mm-hmm. Year period, not on the actual day, because there's so many other foods. But it's also recommended to eat lucky foods such as rice cakes, fish, dates, and mandarin oranges. So the word for fish is similar to plenty in Mandarin, and I think. And、um, I read that you should eat a lot of fish, but you don't want to eat all of it because it's like eating up all your good fortune. And so you're supposed to leave some on the plate 
to symbolize abundance for your future. Uh, it's like your savings account. You gotta- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. And um, But this way, it just goes to trash can. <laughs> You know, we don't need the logic here. Okay. (laughs) We don't need that. So, apparently, flopping the fish is also considered bad luck. I don't know if they meant just on that day or, like, always. But, apparently, like... Wait, did you say slapping? Flopping. You know, like, when you eat one side of the fish and there's just, like, the spine or the bones or whatever? Yeah. And you flip the whole fish? Well, apparently, I think it's just this day... You're supposed to, like, eat the top, and then you peel off, like, the spine or the bones or whatever, and then you eat the bottom. Uh Very specific. I don't think we do this, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) And then... Why is it bad luck? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) Probably something related to money. (laughs) It's going to be me as a parent. Like, dude, I don't know. (laughs) I'm telling my kid. Like, make something up. Google it. (laughs) The next thing is to clean your home but you have to do this before the new year because you're supposed to get rid of all the bad luck that you've accumulated in the past year and you're Mm. not supposed to clean on new year's day or i guess during the spring festival Mm -hmm. and so you're not allowed to clean after mm -hmm. new year's day it has to be before um i'll get to that in my don'ts (laughs) and then the next do is to hang red paper couplets and winder window window paper cuts okay. paper cuts um so you know like all those yeah you know, yeah you know what i'm talking about so the My parents have them on like year round yeah we do too so we have one placed above our like door not the front door but like just in the hallway basically and uh-huh. so it's it's pretty thick it's like a metal letter thing on this red piece of paper anyways mm-hmm. during the middle of the night one time it fell because we just taped it up and mm-hmm. it made the loudest bang ever we thought like someone was breaking in i was so <gasps> scared and i was with my grandma and she's not scared by anything and she was uh-huh. scared like i was like grandma go <laughs> okay i was such a <laughs> stupid kid but i was like grandma go down and look like telling her oh, to go what? by herself but then she, like she, if she weren't scared she would definitely go by herself but she was like uh-huh oh, can you come with me? And that's when I knew she was scared. And I was like, oh my God, we're about to die. And then she Wait, went down. Wait, it was down. just you two at home? I think maybe. I, I don't really remember. Maybe. But okay. then she like slowly walked down and she just saw that thing like on the ground. She's like, oh my God, it was just this. <laughs> and then we re-hung it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like aware now, like, oh, if I hear a loud bang in the middle of the night, it could be that. But what mm-hmm. if... I just assumed that, and it's actually someone breaking it. <laughs> and then I just died. <laughs> what is it? You know, like, those Chinese calendars, like, the top half? Is, I think we just like saved that. the red yarn? The yarn. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's just, like, one of those good luck, good fortune <laughs> okay. thingies that you you hang up. Okay. Um. So... Apparently, these block bad things from coming into your home in the new year and ensure good wishes that your good wishes come true. And then next, you're supposed to hang out and receive red envelopes. And so the senior members hand out red envelopes with money to younger members. And in some parts of China, married couples are supposed to send out red envelopes to their single friends. 
Oh, is that to hopefully get them <laughs> coughed? <laughs> I don't know. Kickstart their relationships. Yeah. Here's money for your future next date. <laughs> for your next boba date. <laughs> Why do they give out money? Um, I don't know, but I feel like it. It's like a tradition of um sharing your wealth because only the people that make money are supposed to like mm-hmm. share and then once you start making money like you get a job you're supposed to, your role switches like my oh. brother got a job and so he stopped receiving them and he starts giving them what and so i think it's just like it's literally like the circle of life like <laughs> you just yeah. are helping the younger generation i guess but uh-huh. like my family they didn't even let us like spend the money okay they didn't, it's not like they didn't let us they just strongly suggested we save yeah, it. Yeah, to save it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so I recently just went through like my entire red envelope life savings and uh-huh. I counted it all and I was like, oh my God, like I had this much money like sitting in my drawers and what what's like a ten year old gonna do with all this money, you know? Do you, do you okay. still have it saved up? Yeah, I do. Okay, so the next two that I read I've never really heard of. Um it's it says that children should stay up as late as possible on New Year's Eve to send off the old year and welcome the new. And it's oh. believed that the longer they stay up, the longer their parents will live. And I was like, dude, my kid's about to stay up all night. <laughs> I have to force them. <laughs> but yeah. Dude, and then, I sleep so early. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually thought about that when <laughs> I was like researching this. And I was like, Sorry, well, mom and dad. <laughs> good thing I stay up really late every night. Um, and then yeah, the so next if your one, parents tell you to sleep early, it's like, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next one kind of goes along with it. It's on the first day of the new year, children should wake up as early as possible to greet their parents and wish them a happy and healthy new year. And then in mm. return, they get a red envelope. But oh. then I was like, how are they supposed to stay up as late as possible and then wake yeah. up? They might as well just, just pull, pull it all lighter. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so that's the end of my do's list. I don't know how many of these we actually do. Basically just like hang up the red um, stuff and receive red envelopes. I don't even give them. <laughs> and eat oranges. Yeah. I'm just thinking about giving red envelopes this year. Do you only give it to younger people or do you also give it to older people? You also give it to older people, I think. It's not like, I don't think it's like every old person in your life. It's just like your parents, your grandparents, and then I think everyone else is just younger. You know what my brother did last year? He gave me a red envelope, and I wasn't expecting it. And it was like, it felt kind of thick, you know? So I was like, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) So I opened it, Uh and it's like $1 bills. (laughs) Did but then he actually, no, he actually, like, there was, like, a hundred in the middle, but he, uh-huh. like, put ones on the outside to, like, trick me. Oh. Because as soon as I opened it and I saw the first one, I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't mm-hmm. look at the rest. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, look, closer. <laughs> okay, so there was this time he did basically the same thing to me, like, trolled me. Um, With the AirPods, he... right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So my brother, for Christmas, gave me a box like an airpod box and i was like oh my god no way and i was so excited i was like how did you know i wanted a pair and then i should have known he was just standing there watching like smiling and so i open it 
and he put like the white like the wired headphones that yeah. come with the iphone in the box and i was so sad <laughs> but that time there was no AirPods hiding in the middle <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like where are the real ones <laughs> no i i didn't know he saved his box because that was like uh-huh. a box from his pair so i thought he like did get a new box mm-hmm. and i was like okay just over where where are they <laughs> so before i go into the don'ts of lunar new year do you have any guesses for what are taboo to do or anything you've heard of my parents don't explain things so like i only notice things that they do like if they don't do it i don't know it's oh yeah. i wouldn't know if it's because of chinese new year yeah that's true Okay, so the this is in no particular order, but the mm-hmm. first thing I read was that you shouldn't wash or cut your hair. You should oh. leave your hair as it is on the first day of the new year. Don't cut it for the first month. So I this is a pretty common one that I've heard, but I just wash my hair every day, so I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can't do that <laughs> or can't do that. My hair gets so oily. Yeah. The Chinese character for hair is the same first character in the word for prosper. And so if you wash or cut your hair off, it's seen as washing your fortune away and dramatically reduces your chances of prosperity in the year ahead. Interesting. I haven't heard of that one. I was actually thinking of cutting my hair. So I was like, gotta do it now (laughs) or like in March. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is to, you can't throw away trash or can't throw away anything on new year's day so if you have a new year's eve party you're supposed to clean and throw out all your trash before midnight or else you have to wait until the second day of the new year and it said don't even do your dishes and i was like whoa whoa, whoa. I, I don't what? think I, you know i don't i don't is know that about also that one. like is throwing away your trash is that symbolize like throwing away your prosperity yeah everything's just like throwing away fortune prosperity luck just any of those <laughs> themes interesting but it's trash yeah i don't i don't get where that comes from i feel like these are such um just ingrained in our culture that i feel like if you ask your parents or grandparents they might not even know it's just like something you do and it's like don't question the tradition and but i kind of want to question the tradition (laughs) Like, I'm still going to do it, maybe. Like, not all these, but, like, uh-huh. some of them. But I still want to know yeah. why. Yeah. So, next is don't eat porridge on New Year's Day. It brings poverty. Oh. And I did it. porridge is poor people's food? Yeah, I think so. I love porridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, next is no clothes washing. You wash away your good luck. Um, no needlework this depletes wealth no sweeping it sweep, sweeps away wealth and then this no is sweeping sweeping like the floors oh sweeping <laughs> and then these next few are the taboo to do during the spring festival in general so not just new year's day but like this whole period mm-hmm. no crying brings bad luck no breaking dishes no killing which no includes killing. animals animals oh, as okay, well. okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe that should be a year-round thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this causes misfortune. And so if you're going to kill an animal, it says to do it on New Year's Eve or before. And then don't wear black or white clothes. These are unlucky colors, which that's like 
my entire wardrobe. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of hard. And then, okay, I wrote something on my list, but I don't quite understand it. <laughs> so I'm going to skip what that. Say? No scissors or knives. They cut well. But I'm not sure if it means like purchasing them or using them. Because I know you're not uh... supposed to. I, I have this written later, but for using, like, you literally need to use them when you cook your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Knives and stuff. <laughs> you gotta use, like, I don't know, like an axe. <laughs> Next is no lending or borrowing money. This leads to debt in your upcoming year. No hospital visits. This brings illness. What if you are ill? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And I was like, well, I guess too bad for you. Um, avoid taking medicine. So you should avoid brewing herbal medicine or any medicine because it's believed that you'll be ill for the whole year. And then this one I was kind of surprised by. So a married daughter is not allowed to visit the house of her parents on New Year's Day. It's believed to bring bad luck to the parents and um, like the couple. So marriage problems for the couple and economic economic hardship for the parents and the couple, I guess. So traditionally, the daughter's supposed to visit her family on the second day, which I have no idea, like, where this comes from. Like, was there, like, one wealthy family and one daughter, like, visited her parents, and then they're, like, and something bad happened, they're, like, oh, that was mm-hmm. the cause of it, you know? Like, so that's all I can imagine. The daughter's not allowed to celebrate Chinese New Year with the family? With her parents. With her parents. Because... Yeah, because when you're a married woman, you, like, become a part of the group, like, the guy's family, right? So, I guess that's where the idea comes from. Like, you should be celebrating with your husband and his parents anyway, but, like, because, like, if a couple only had a daughter, that means they don't, they can't celebrate with any child of theirs, you know? I guess that's why everyone wanted everyone wants a son okay so the next one is don't let your rice jar be empty this causes grave anxiety next don't wear damaged clothes so i guess no ripped jeans that day Mm. (laughs) and then there's a whole list of okay so don't give certain gifts and so the first one is a clock because the word for it sounds like you're paying one's last respects I don't know. And then don't give scissors. Same as before. Like that's like cutting wealth. And then you're not supposed to give pears. Which I'm kind of surprised by. What did pears ever do? I don't know if you're not supposed to give them or not split them. Or I guess that means you just can't eat them in general. But it says Mm -hmm. splitting pears is like separation. I don't know what that means. But divorce. Yeah. I don't know. And then you're not supposed to give books because book in Chinese is pronounced the same as lose. Oh, yeah. Because it's the first one that makes sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then you're not supposed to give shoes. I've heard of this one. I've heard of this one. So, yeah. In Cantonese, shoe and sai sound the same. So it's like you'll jinx yourself with disappointment and miserable events that will make you sigh in your upcoming year Mm. yeah and then something that i didn't know is that there's local taboos 
And so, um, for example, in Shanghainese, apple sounds like passed away from sickness. And so they don't, it's bad luck to gift apples for the、mm. new year. And then lastly, I have don't curse, swear, or argue with people because it means a year of arguments and troubling relationships. So I guess on New Year's Day, you're supposed to just sit there and do nothing <laughs> and be like an angel. <laughs> yeah. So many things. I feel like I'll be so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every move is like, am I allowed to do that? Did I just lose my entire fortune for next year? <laughs> I feel like the do's are much easier and less strict than the don'ts. The、mm-hmm. don'ts have like very strong meanings and like reasonings behind them. Yeah. I'm not sure. The consequences are so severe. I know. But we're like still alive, you know? It's not like every year was a bad year for us. Mm hmm. Can you think of any of these don'ts that your family actually does or that you've heard? Like, You、the、like、shoes. even remotely do? <laughs> I think the shoes. I think my parents have mentioned that before. I don't know. I haven't heard any of the other ones though. Is the shoe thing like a New Year's thing or is that in general? Like, I've heard it's in general. Oh,、uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, my mom has bought me shoes before. <laughs> oh, yeah. My parents <laughs> bought me shoes all the time. Do they not want me to be successful? <laughs> I also came across this list on Google. There's like specific things to do on the 15 days of the Chinese New Year.、Mm-hmm. So, day one, celebrate New Year. Day two, visit family and friends. Stay, day three, stay at home. Day four, worship the gods. Day five, break taboos. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> day six, send away the ghosts of poverty. Seven, celebrate humans. Eight, Birthday of rice. Nine, birthday of the Jade Emperor. Ten through twelve is feast. Thirteen is cleanse. Fourteen, decorate lanterns. And fifteen, celebrate the lantern festival. I know.、So. Did you say birthday of the rice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>、um, is that a I, rice god? Okay. I didn't read in depth about this, but it's like. It was something about. Whenever the like rice was invented or discovered or something,、mm-hmm. um, and we should like uh focus on its significance because it's such a staple in like Chinese and Asian cuisine,、uh-huh. <laughs> and just like such a integral part of our lives. And then, who is the Jade Emperor? Oh, I have no idea, <laughs> I will probably not be celebrating his birthday. Sorry, Jade Emperor. <laughs> yeah. This whole list of things makes me feel like I don't celebrate it at all. <laughs> I don't even do like 1% of these things. I know. I just do the food. Maybe next year we'll report back. Actually, I guess it'd have to be in two years, but we can report back if 2022 is an unlucky year for、mm-hmm. us. <laughs> yeah. I guess that would depend on if we do the, the do's and don'ts、oh. correctly. Oh, yeah. But there's no way that everyone always does a bunch of the don'ts the year before their year. So I guess like every、yeah. 12 years, but like the year before their year. So happy year of the ox, and 
And that's it for this week's episode of So Yellow. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on Chinese New Year traditions, and we'd love to hear about yours. So feel free to email us at soyellow at gmail.com or by finding us on our social media platforms at So Yellow. If you enjoyed what you heard, we'd love if you left a rating or review, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of our future episodes. Until next time. Bye. Bye.